0: interesting one of the uh one of the members of the team she was 70 years old and she came out and she really struggled the first three days like what could she do type of thing yeah uh and she and we had we i had them going mm. through the uh the go devotional so mm. that by the time they got here we did the last nine devotionals of it so we did your devotional which actually was was fantastic we had a i i I don't even know why I didn't call you, but we had a huge just spiritual breakthrough that day. You know, you are you because God was working in my life about something and just gave me a word for people. But the devotional went right in line with it. With go wait, oh, that's and correct. a lot of people, yeah, we'd they had been waiting on God, but it was it was it was man, it we had a we had a breakthrough in this custom village where um I was a bit concerned taking the this would be the third group. Jeff was the first person I took into this custom community, then this team in June, and then this this group. And each time the discussion started with, hey, we want to put a school in, that's what it started with, Jeff. And this is a custom community, you know, the people that live wearing the Nambuses, you know, and the women are just wearing grass skirts and mm-hmm. and uh, and I was a bit concerned that it would it would start to get stale and the chief would be like, okay, you know Mm-hmm. I appreciate the talk, but that we would kind of slip slip into the uh, tourist category. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and so anyway, uh, I was the chief was glad to see me, and we did our thing, and I was praying the whole time. And then we went over to the place where he was going to give us the ground for the school, and the presence of God just came. And you could feel it. And I looked over it at the guy standing next to me, and you could just see on their face that they were experiencing it, too. And the chief said, he said, I've been approached by many people who want to develop and do things for our community and build things here and all these other things. He says, I've said no to every single one of them. The only person I've ever said yes to was was you. And. uh we turned we turn around and the group looked at me and uh, as the chief kind of distanced himself, they they looked at me. And they said, we have to do this. We have to mm. build this school. And wow. so they're going back and going to get the funding for the school and stuff. But it was interesting because that, that lady who felt like she couldn't fit in and what was going on and she was afraid of bugs. I mean, she brought this huge tent to sleep in on top of her mattress uh and uh, and i mean i don't i don't blame her they're they're in bungalows and there's stuff everywhere but she's deathly afraid of spiders and she saw pictures of the huntsman spiders we have and all that kind of
1: stuff and and you know i get it but um well you guys are in tough conditions right right You're, you're in tough conditions for sure it's a shock i think to to anybody that would Come there for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shock to the system. But she said she realized that she'd gotten
0: to the point in her life where she was starting to just play it safe. And she wasn't really like, she wasn't even really putting herself out there for ministry or for other things. And uh, she got up on the volcano and. Bro, it, it was the craziest conditions at the volcano. The winds were blowing so hard. The gusts had to be, I'm not exaggerating, 40 to 50 miles an hour. We're standing, leaning wow. into it, and every time the gust would let up, you'd have to catch yourself because you'd start to slip forward. It was very wow. intimidating because you're just on the edge. You're just on the edge there, and it's blowing up in your face. And and But she was there. She walked all the way through it. She was terrified, but she went up to the last viewpoint with me, and then she got back to the car and she was so proud of herself you know you could just see it and um uh she said but sorry this is a long story just tying tying what we're talking about but it's awesome but, but she she said she said she she realized that she had just kind of gone to a different mode in her life where she was just not necessarily coasting but just was just not putting herself out there anymore it was just doing the normal things and those normal things were just going and coming home and reading mm-hmm. a book and
1: mm-hmm. that's
0: it and getting frustrated why am I not being able to uh, be involved in ministry why is you know why why am I not experiencing more things and then she realized it was because of the choices she was making so hmm. it was cool it was a good moment for her and I could see it was a big personal victory so I was really thankful for that. Uh, it's awesome. I I think we will learn a lot of do's and don'ts from this first time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was really good, but, uh, man, we really
1: wore ourselves out. So (laughs) (laughs) I bet, well, you guys have, you know, you've just gotten back to the field. And so you're right. How's the conditions of, cause you were dealing with rats a few months ago and. Oh, I know. I'm glad you got to go early. Before the family, um, but but the story's coming Man, back I'm of, so glad. of of rats running across your bed in the middle of the night,
0: <laughs> yeah, and up onto my stomach, yeah. Two of them ran across my stomach. That was that I didn't sleep the rest of that night. I, I was like a crazed maniac with a broomstick, and my dog and I were just chasing these two rats. Yeah, but uh, I'm so I'm so thankful, and in, th- in fact, almost all the rats smell because they had just done their business yeah. everywhere in the house.
1: The R-O-U-S-S. The
0: R- yeah, exactly. And and I was pretty pumped because Lisa didn't get to walk into that and experience that because I knew if she'd walked into it, I mean, mm-hmm. she's tough and she can handle a lot. But yeah. that would have just been one of those moments where she would have been like, uh, yeah. Where's the airplane, you know? And uh, but she went she went she went to bake bread and it was like uh, the third day and we were ready for bread, and she turns the oven on and this smell just starts coming out of the back of the oven. Oh, no. The rats had peed in the bottom of the oven where I couldn't oh. clean. And I didn't, I didn't know it, and so it's like clouds of hot (laughs) rat urine coming out. So anyway, (laughs) I think we, we, (laughs) seriously, I think we've burned most of that out. But, um, but yeah, we were getting that taken care of right before the team got here, and um, things are getting
1: better though. These are the these are the real stories of missionaries right here are right. the toxic, <laughs> Cat toxic, urine toxic clouds, clouds. Of, of, rat urine that are <laughs> I mean, <rat> urine, yeah. <laughs> floating through <laughs> your conch. Yeah. I gotta be honest to you. I, I have no idea how we're podcasting at all. I, I can only assume that you are, uh, you've taken a coconut and sliced it in half and Wired it together (laughs) (laughs) with copper wires and somehow that's creating a signal to, uh, to get your voice, uh, to me at this moment.
0: Yeah, no, well, there's enough smoke right outside my window from the the fires right now that I imagine it's just some type of smoke signal connection, actually. So, uh,
1: I've been, I've been amazed the, the response to, uh, to legendary has been incredible. I know I've been really encouraged by that. Lots of, uh, lots of guys have, have sent comments and, uh, I, I think, I think it's been very, very clear, uh, that, Hey, we're not alone and there are other guys uh, right. that need this and, yep. and I've even talked to, to other guys that were like, didn't even realize that some were were struggling or or things like that and yeah i think obviously we we didn't just do this for missionaries that are struggling we we did this because we want to to grow and 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 uh be excellent in a lot of areas we've talked about that in the intro but yeah um but there are certainly those out there that are struggling in some capacity and and so for us to be able to to bring a lifeline to them is it's uh really fulfilling and it, it feels uh it's it's a humbling to, to be able to do that. So I'm I'm so glad that we're we're getting an opportunity to do it.
0: Yeah, I think for me one of the things that was the most exciting was how it was received that you could tell people were like Linking arms with us because that's the whole point of this is that we're just journeying together,
1: is that we're working together, and yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, all these topics we're going to talk about, they they overlap with each other in some way, which I, I love. And today, I think it, it's great to sit down and and talk about what really started this, uh, the foundation yeah. of this, which was uh, accountability, and, and we covered this a little bit yeah. in the intro, but um, but I think in greater detail to just uh, sit down and talk about what's worked, what hasn't worked, some practical things Mm -hmm. regarding accountability. And this has been the most successful accountability relationship that I've had in my life. Yes. Certainly the longest lasting. I don't know about
0: you. (laughs) Absolutely. And Jonathan, I was actually just thinking about this today because we... I went into this crazy season of transition, crazy season of stress. And you just went through this a few months ago when you transitioned back to the field. I'm going through it right now. And then, you know, we were crazy enough to have a team right in the middle of that transition. And I know a lot of times during craziness, that's when temptation can be really Mm -hmm. right there, you know. Mm -hmm. And when you're feeling frustration or all these things. And, man, I drew so much strength from knowing that we were walking in victory together. For yeah. me, that was the thing that was that was so awesome over these last few weeks. Is just uh, I knew we were on this journey together, I knew we were going to check in with each other at some point. And um, because I mean, I'm thinking back to accountability relationships I've had in the past. Because I mean, let's be honest. Uh, you know, when anybody hears about a guys group, guys group, the elephant in the room is accountability mm-hmm.
1: and you know and why do we run from that why why do, why do you think guys run from the idea of accountability
0: i think there's a few reasons and i think one of the one of the reasons is it well it depends. It depends what's going on in your life. But one is, of course, if if there's a serious issue there, then mm-hmm. you don't you don't want the accountability because you're going to feel guilty. Yeah. Uh, but another one, another one is sometimes people think that you know I don't really need that. You know I don't really need that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they justify to themselves <laughs> that they don't need that. And I'll be honest, I've been there in the past where I I had said that I don't really need that. Mm-hmm. And then when something happened, I was like, well, you know. That was just that one time, you know, and yeah, so
1: I think that's a great point. I, I think, yeah, obviously I think that Satan wants to work in the dark and, and so it's easier to uh, keep our lives in the dark, um, especially if you're, you're struggling in an area, but yeah, in regards to uh, feeling like you don't need that, I think, I think that's been the change uh, certainly in me. That uh, accountability is not designed to be reactionary. um, No. In the sense that we only use it as a reaction to a problem versus that it's a proactive relationship in the sense that we're using it to be a catalyst for greater things, but also uh, as preventative measure. Because even if we're not struggling in an area or... Uh, we're not depressed or or we're not suffering in some, in some capacity, by nature of what we do, we're going to face opposition at some point. We are going Absolutely. to face attack at some point. And so because yeah. of that, it makes sense to have a strong foundation of that relationship there. So at the moment when right. things are in danger or when all mm-hmm. of a sudden that you do need that person that you're not having to scramble to find somebody to listen right you're ahead of it and you've got you've got them there
0: yeah and you know i think another reason that people kind of stray from accountability is they they think that it's not going to work you know what i mean they're afraid of the failure they're mm-hmm. afraid of well it's it's just going to be you know there's going to be that guy mm-hmm. that's the leader and he's going to be the holy guy and you know you know what i mean <laughs> yeah he's going to be the guy that 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 just seems like this rock and everybody's gonna be like well we know that he's got issues too and mm-hmm. and so then nobody ends up being transparent and then it's all that it becomes this this pride thing yeah uh, and so accountability has to relationship has to be there in the first place. You have to have that relationship and it has to be someone that you can build a relationship with, not just someone that is at least that's how I'm wired. That's how it's worked for me.
1: Well, there's gotta be a, there's gotta be a level of trust there. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. And the other thing that I found going back to not being reactionary is when the accountability relationship really starts to move forward it it pushes you forward in other areas and it you're you're motivated in other areas not just not just the area of let's avoid these challenges let's avoid these issues no it becomes yeah. much more than that and then it becomes not so much about confession and avoidance of issues it becomes about Moving ahead and actually becoming better, and sharing yeah. these victories, and connecting about those other things, and then pretty soon, you know, I'm like, man, Jonathan really, really, God, really opened his eyes in this area. I'm, I, I man, wh- why isn't that happening to me? What do I need to do? You know, yeah, and yeah. and then and then and then I have those moments, and then I get to share them with you, and uh, and it just becomes for me so it's been so much more. It's been a catalyst in these other areas. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and what i maybe, maybe I'm not articulating that well, but I, I've always been someone who wants to continue to better myself. Mm-hmm. But sometimes those self-betterment initiatives take a backseat to life. Mm-hmm. And this gives me uh, a benchmark or a way to continue moving those those areas forward. And I think that's why we've got several areas that we're talking about with Legendary. It's not just an accountability thing. While that has to be the foundation, while we have to have honor at our foundation, we have to have righteousness at our foundation, that allows us to move forward in these other areas. When we've got integrity, when we've got that in place, and we're living this life where we're honoring God with our thoughts and our actions, then we can become more legendary in uh, these other areas, then we can move ahead in these other areas. And so that's why, you know, I feel like this is a major step.
1: We're really discussing the difference between a competitive nature between uh, uh, two men and a challenging nature or a challenging attitude, because On one hand, we can never look at this relationship as as competitive, but it is a challenging a nature of of issuing challenge and receiving challenge. Um, And sometimes that challenge comes in areas that are out of left field because God will challenge you in something and you'll bring that into the sphere of our relationship. And maybe it wasn't on right. my radar, but all of a sudden, because that you're in this inner circle with me, that God will use you to bring challenge to me in certain areas yes. that I wasn't necessarily being aware of at the moment. Yeah, And so I I, I love that sort of give and take that there are moments where God is dealing with me about something that I will bring into our relationship. And through that, uh, through God sharpening me, I'm able to then in turn, uh, sharpen you and, and vice versa. And so that, that has been probably, I would absolutely say that that has been the most enjoyable part of this relationship outside of having the safety net of someone there to, to talk to and to pray with and things like that. But I I desire that challenge. Right. There's a uniqueness to the challenge that comes from uh, another man – uh, a guy that that is in my same situation, but also uh, is in a in a, uh, a close relationship with me and knows me in a close way.
0: Yeah, we can we can certainly challenge and encourage each other in ways. Mm-hmm. And that's why this is important. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. And talking about what's enjoyable. I, I also enjoy your face. I enjoy <laughs> seeing your face and your and your glorious beard. So, yeah,
1: it, it, that's it has, enjoyable, too. <laughs> <laughs> does it have a luster? I see that you've kind of copied me because for a while there you had your, you had the com- completely clean shaven look. Uh, I, I went through our first term with just a clean shaven look. Cause I really thought, you know, they wouldn't probably pre- appreciate a beard in Japan. Not many of the guys here have them. And so I went home for itineration, <laughs> grew the beard out. And then all of a sudden you, you're growing yeah. a beard.
0: Oh yeah. That's weird how that happened. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't notice the uh, the timing but you know what maybe I'm just trying to emulate success or something but um I I, I do you condition your beard? I mean that's kind of an important thing. That's too personal. I'm so oh, well I'm just going to make myself vulnerable. I use beard balm. I'm just I'm just going to throw that out there. I've have yeah, used In this climate you have to tame your beard. I've used your beard balm. You've used mine? Yeah. You d- yeah. you did not ask me. No,
1: no, you let me. No? Now, one pre- does
0: not simply use another man's beard bomb without I'm,
1: asking him. I'm fairly certain that you allowed me to to do it, right? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I, for sure,
0: okay. Well, I want you to know what last from time <laughs> this day forward, I give you permission to use my beard bomb.
1: that's That's a level I didn't know we were ready to go to in the relationship. I, well, I wasn't I, our accountability relationship just progressed to the next level, okay. You're welcome. This is this is a whole new level of relationship. I got I, I got to take a step back and
0: okay. Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. And this this may be personal. Okay. I per- you know this this is a very specific question, but yeah. do you have a sandalwood comb for your beard? Um. No, it's it's OK, uh, that's a no. Yeah, that's okay. a definite no. That's OK. That's OK. Not everybody's beard is ready for that. Not everybody's beard can handle that. Uh, but when you feel like you can't, I can tell you where you can get one. OK. And we'll just see how your beard reacts. Your beard might just instantly fall out when you use it, but maybe, that's OK.
1: Maybe that could be one of our uh, one of our gifts okay. to each other.
0: Are you asking for a sandalwood beard comb? Well,
1: I think it would be nice at this point. It seems appropriate. OK. I'll put it on the list. Okay. Well, just yeah. saying, uh, you, you did allow me to use the bomb. Um, well,
0: I've given you post uh, <laughs> post permission. I,
1: I'm I'm I know that at this point I'm probably going to get something in the mail, <laughs> and I, I'm 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 praying that it's not a half-used canister of beard bomb. I'm going to send it all the
0: way from Tana to
1: Tokyo. Okay, it's worth whatever the cost, right? <laughs>
0: Yeah. I'm going to let my, my village family use it first and I'll send it your way after that. (laughs) It's going to be enriched, enriched bomb. Sorry. I got a little sidetracked, but you know,
1: that's okay. It's important. Um, let me ask you this. So we've got a lot of guys out there that maybe don't have this sort of relationship with a guy. Maybe they haven't pursued this relationship. What, what, What would your advice be to, a guy out there that feels like they need this, but they look around and they don't know who that they could turn to or to have that with?
0: Yeah, that's a good question, especially given the dynamics of a missionary. Finding an accountability partner is, for me, that was, a, that was almost a natural progression. People are looking for that, but I think the part that's not natural is asking. I think Mm. more guys are looking for it than they realize, but also I don't think you just want to choose just some random dude. I mean, you want to find some guy uh, that you look up to uh, to a certain degree, Mm -hmm. you know, that you admire what they're doing. Um, But man, that is a really good question. What, how? Because for me, it just it was it. I mean, that's kind of a hard question. I, it doesn't didn't seem hard when you asked it but now that i'm trying to answer it does seem hard cuz i'm trying to think about guys that maybe don't have a jonathan like i do that i can just that i connected with and could just talk to
1: i i think the worst assumption is that firstly think that we're alone right in in the need for it yeah when frankly i think that's just not true i think the majority of guys Absolutely. in our in our region probably would Uh, would desire that type of relationship and and certainly maybe have in the past and maybe didn't find it or, or had one at one time and, and it didn't work out. And I think that's a struggle too, because maybe many of us have had those relationships and they didn't pan out or they didn't last.
0: Yeah. I think that's, some people's hesitancy for sure.
1: Yeah. There's certainly an element of prayer to it, praying about the right person to, to approach and to ask, because that was always a fear for me too, is getting into one of those relationships and then wanting to pull the exit handle, like on the airplane and jump out at some point because, (laughs) uh, because I was dissatisfied, uh, with the relationship or I felt uncomfortable in some way, or I didn't, you know, or it didn't achieve the the goals that I wanted it to achieve. I think there was an, there is an element of faith to it that we have to jump in and, and, and make the best choice that we think we can. Some of us are in fields where we don't have a lot of choices, but I'm not certain that I would necessarily only look within your field for us. I think it's worked Great, the fact that we're both outside of uh, uh, each other's field, right? But that doesn't mean that I don't also have some element of accountability with other relationships uh, and other missionaries, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there. I mean, there. There are guys in our field that I've sat down and we've had talks with, or or just encouraged each other. Um, we've had elements of an accountability relationship um, that have existed, and that's great. I think it's great to have multiple layers. Right to, to these relationships. So I guess, I guess I would start out with prayer and really ask God to not only send someone, but to help me identify that person and, and then really just talk to uh, a potential person about what you want to achieve through that relationship. Yeah. The biggest issue with some of the, the earlier relationships I had that were in, in this same vein were that we didn't set clear goals sure. of what we wanted to see happen and you and I did that from the very beginning which i thought was yeah
0: awesome and jonathan uh, a side note on that same thing we did not just set goals that were just thought based and purity based and uh, avoid these challenges based that we we set goals that were in leadership that yeah. family based you know these these kinds of things that we wanted to encourage and push ourselves towards but we knew that yeah that accountability had to start with our thought life and, and what we allowed ourselves to see.
1: Yeah. At this point, I've redefined accountability. Before, for yeah. me, accountability was a black and white, like it has to do with, you know, and we talked about this in the intro. It could be lust, sexual sin. It could be uh, temptation. It could be any of those things. For me, accountability is no right. longer about that. Is about that, but it's also about everything. It's it is everything, and so I think part of the change has been to redefine it and change the definition of what it means for us. And so, anytime I think we mention accountability in this in this podcast, we're not referring to one area of life; we're referring to everything because right. I really believe that's the true type of relationship that God desires for us to have. Um, I read
0: something that I thought was kind of cool that pertained to accountability. And and it's the quote is, you will only hold yourself accountable for the goals that others know about. So hmm. tell someone what you're up against and what you're uh, what you're working towards. Yeah. You know, and I think that's that's really true. I mean, we write out our goals and there's a lot of people that. You know, put those checklists together, I'm one of them, mm-hmm. but the goals that we really hold ourselves accountable to are the ones that we tell people about doesn't mean that we need to tell everybody about, but someone needs to know about it
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so that way that person could be like, "Hey, Jonathan, you wanted to bench press four hundred pounds. How's yeah. that going?" <laughs> not well, and by the way, how is that going not not, not well. <laughs> Well, there's a guy at your church that I know can do that, so
1: you should probably go see him. <laughs> uh, I think I think um uh, this idea, I think we have to get away from the idea that to pursue this type of relationship means that there is something wrong. Right. It doesn't mean that there are red flags. If anything, I think especially I care about what it says I want
0: to Jonathan, can I can I pause you for a minute? Yeah. Because what you said right there is really needs to be highlighted that was that was really important you you said we want to get away from the idea that being a part of this means that there's something wrong, yeah at the beginning, you asked a question, you said, why do guys why would they not want to have an accountability partner yeah and i th- I think that that would honestly be the number one reason mm. is the very notion of saying that you have to have accountability partner mm-hmm. is admitting that there must be something wrong yeah and that's not that's not necessarily the case in fact the whole reason you want an accountability partner is to avoid that is to is so that we
1: don't slip into that yeah i i think that's part of the lie that we buy into that satan feeds us right and we're so concerned about what others think and in reality to some degree I care most about what my wife thinks, and for her, there's a huge sense of of comfort and respect for me in the fact that I would I would work hard at establishing a relationship like that in my life. Yeah, absolutely. To make sure that I am um, that I'm healthy and that I'm staying protected and that I'm building up a a resistance to any attack that might come. Right. And also because, because it, it speaks of a hunger. Yeah. Because I think we both identify with feeling incredibly hungry to grow. Absolutely. And if we could redefine accountability and the connotation that goes with that word as, as simply a insatiable uh, hunger to grow in all areas of life yes. and to not attach it to only negative thoughts and feelings, Yes. we will change how we look at it. And instead we'll wear the notion of an accountability partner, we'll wear that out in the open and as a, as a badge of, of honor. Absolutely. That we could redefine that as a, and I think, you know, let's just say from here on out for certainly for our guys in legendary, that that be uh, a sign of honor, that we would have that and I desire for every single guy to to experience that and to to carry that around. You know, we uh, we talked about this earlier on, and I remember bringing this up. What was the first thing that Jesus did before he steps out in ministry? Is he surrounds himself not with one guy, yeah, but he surrounds himself with a whole big group of guys. Yep, and there were multiple purposes to that. Certainly the The purpose of of teaching them and and discipling them and and bringing them them through an experience of walking with the Son of God, but because Jesus was tempted in all ways such as we are, I believe that he absolutely knew that he needed a group of guys around him that, to have strength to draw strength from to know that he was going to be he was going to be tempted in a bunch of ways to know that satan was not going to want him to succeed and that he needed that brotherhood, uh, those guys to walk around with him and to support him in ministry. And so we should, especially if if Christ needed that, why in the world would we ever feel shame in drawing other men around us as part of our brotherhood?
0: You're absolutely right. And I know we talked about this, but that was a huge motivation for us as far as the launching point of Legendary is if Jesus didn't do it alone, why would we? Mm-hmm. Why would we try and battle these challenges, these temptations alone if Jesus didn't? Yeah, you know, absolutely. As as you were sharing and and you were talking about like a badge of honor, man, I I really feel like this this brotherhood as it continues to grow, it continues to develop, it is going to be something where we are excited as a team, we are excited as a brotherhood because we're working through these things together. And I know Jonathan, we've gotten a lot of feedback from people. And I just want to take time right now, and you can mention the email address. I think it's really important that people know this is a conversation, not just between you and me, but between us as a brotherhood. Yeah. And um, I know right now we, we don't have a, a big a broader platform where we're able to kind of get all connected in, in one place. And I think that's what the upcoming men's retreat they'll be for mm-hmm. and those other things. But we want to hear from people. We want to be connected with people. We want this to be a conversation. And yeah. uh, I know that you can just reply to the MailChimp email that comes out. Isn't that
1: right? Yeah, they can, uh, they can respond to that. Um, LegendaryAsiaPacific at gmail.com is the address. Yeah. And so um, we want to continue to to hear from guys. and Absolutely. I, I definitely want to get into um, some of the practical things that we have done throughout our relationship. And one of the things I've enjoyed is that we have worked hard to not that, that it was intentional to keep things from getting boring, but <laughs> because of the nature of how we've done things, yeah. it has kept the interest level up of not just being, well, how are you doing? How are you doing? How are you doing? You know? Right, right. But we talked earlier about, about challenging each other. And I just want to talk about some of the things I think that we've, we've done, which have been really kind of like uh, things that we could engage on. And I think this is really important.
0: Yeah, things that were key that seemed to help make that accountability relationship strong. You know, I think one of the big things, and I know this sounds simple, but you need to have accountability partner be someone you can be friends with. Mm-hmm. you It needs to be someone you can talk with, someone that you enjoy, someone that you want to connect with. yeah, and because you're you're more likely to share about what's going on and the other parts of your life and really connect with someone that you enjoy. Than mm-hmm. just someone that you think, well, this guy seems like he's really got it together. I should probably be accountability partners with that guy.
1: That's totally true. If we if we try to compartmentalize that relationship into yeah, like one area of our life, and not not allow it or not have it be someone that we want to just have a cup of coffee with or or, or just have a phone conversation with and talk about anything. Like uh, a movie we saw or a show we're watching or it could be anything. But I, yeah. I think that element to it, certainly it brings, what it does is it really brings our guard down.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, it brings our guard down and, and it really connects us on a deeper level. Uh, some of the things that we have done, um, which I've really enjoyed, were uh, doing devotionals together, whether they just be short. Sometimes they're just you version devotionals you know, one of us jumps in on one. I think we did
0: that several times. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, right now we're, we're both reading the same book, which is good. So we can talk about that throughout. We've done that before. So we've, we've read books together. We certainly prayed together. I think that's a huge element. I I think sometimes there doesn't need to just be conversation. There needs to be a prayer for each other and not, and I don't mean prayer for just issues like There's times where we prayed together, just, oh, you're going, you're about to go to the field or leave the field or have transition or. Or uh, man, you you're raising support right now, and you're struggling. You need those you need those pledges. Right. I'm just bringing up examples.
0: Yeah, well, I think it I think it goes right back to being proactive and not reactive. And so those prayers right. for you know thinking about hey, Jonathan's about to about to head out on this long trip. Let me hey, let me give him a call, you know, and and pray and encourage him ahead of time.
1: Exactly, I think that's totally it. Being just cognizant of not only my situation, but your situation. There's been times where we've contacted each other and said, Hey, I know you're going to be, uh, I know you're going to be taking a trip or I know that you're going to be transitioning. This is a stressful time. So I just want you to know I'm, I'm here. You know, we've, we've actually gone through periods of time where we increased our communication for uh, various reasons. Um, it could be out of feeling, uh, vulnerable in a situation, especially when we're stressed. Yes. Moments where we're in a situation where we're going through a, a week or a month of, of real increased stress level that yeah. we said, you know, uh, because of that, I feel sl- somewhat vulnerable to being attacked. And so can we, can we increase our contact? We've, we've literally gone, sometimes it'll be, you know, every day that we'll just have a little conversation. Um, hey, how's it going? Sometimes it'll be a weekly thing. We really don't go more. We, we certainly try not to go more than a week without talking to each other and, and, and touching base on, on things. But I've really enjoyed that aspect. Yeah.
0: And we don't lead every conversation with, Hey, any problems today? Yeah, no. And that, that goes back to that friendship thing. You know, you talked about devotionals, praying together, uh, and these other great things, but we've also played video games online together. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 totally. You know
0: what I'm saying? Yeah, we've done things together. Right, and I, I mean, I think it's important that everybody know that I'm much better at games than you, uh, and... Well,
1: debatable, uh, at best. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: You're better. That's true.
1: (laughs) I think, I think it's true though. I think, I think we, you should do things that are fun and you don't want that to be the main focus of every single conversation because then you start to feel like you're doing, uh, you're going through the motions or simply, Right. Uh, doing lip service of like, oh, I got to do right. this. I got to check this box. Right. And right. you said that so great in, in the first podcast of talking um, in, in the intro about taking the el- that element of the relationship and just checking a box. And and even in, in the end, we just end up repackaging ourselves And and to keep it interesting, to keep it relevant to each other's situation. There's been times where we've issued challenges. Most recently, we issued a challenge of prayer. Yeah, that especially you you guys were going to be in transition. Yeah. And uh, I forgot who did it. One one or the other. But we said, you know what, let's let's spend concentrated time in prayer for each other every day. In fact, we're going to we're going to just start. I think it was like a five minute or whatever. Um, It didn't have to be long, but five minutes of completely focused prayer on another person. Yeah and and I loved that one knowing that you were you were doing that for for me and the things that I had going on. Yeah. but to also give that as a gift to you that you know if I said it I was going to follow through on it. Yes. Yes. And how many of us as missionaries hear the phrase I'll be praying for you and right. and and wonder if the, the person that is saying that is really going to follow <laughs> through on that promise. Right, right. Anyway, so I, I think it's been great to kind of have those little challenges that we've issued uh, and gone back and forth with during particular times where we felt like we needed it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I found a lot of strength to that. And I know that we talk about this a lot, especially in ministry, but prayer is key. I mean, the bottom line is here is we're fighting against something that is spiritual. It is spiritual Mm -hmm. in every area of our lives. And when we take the battle, first and foremost, spiritually— then we're going to start to have success in the physical. We know this from 2 Corinthians 10, verses 4 through 5. For the weapons of warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, to pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought Hmm. to the obedience of Christ. And, you know, I was reading that this week as I was praying, and I kind of shared a story with you uh, when you and I were just talking earlier. And, man, we had... A, vict- a major victory, but that victory happened on the end of a day where I felt totally defeated. Mm. And I was actually challenged by one of my friends. He messaged me. He's like, Hey, do you need anything from me? And I was like, yeah, I'm kind of feeling like this. And he said, man, just take authority, just take authority. And then he sent me that scripture and I started praying over the situation and taking authority. And when I read that scripture, I realized that when we allow those fears and those worries to come into our thoughts, we're actually in rebellion. Our thoughts are in rebellion and we're in disobedience. And so taking those captive, that's the first step. And that allows us to step into that victory. I'm not going to preach here. I mean, all of us on this podcast no, preach. And, and But I just, man, I was so excited because we, we took that authority, and then that was that major breakthrough in that village where God just gave that open door later that day. Uh, mm. And so, anyway. I love that. Yeah, man. God has gone before each of us. And as we continue to submit ourselves and take authority, we're not going to miss what he's waiting for us to accomplish, those open doors that he's given us. We're going to walk through them, and we're going to see that victory. That's exciting.
1: Isn't it amazing how sometimes that all it takes for us to feel like we can conquer something is a simple nudge from another guy? Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That so- yeah. Man, sometimes, sometimes uh, on days where I felt like, you know, down or or can you know can I do this or discourage you know in any sort of way a simple like hey let let's go, we can do this, bro, like yeah, yeah, even just a, a a sort of an emotional nudge in our relationship that's exactly what it is, yeah, yeah, has totally helped me all of a sudden. it's like oh i'm I'm not running the race of today by myself, yes, and that has yes. been hugely helpful. And also feeling like, and this isn't a bad thing. The, the, I think there's a healthy level of this, of not wanting to disappoint you. Sure. Because in, in reality, you're representative of Christ and my relationship with him. Because I'm not physically seeing him. He exists, and I don't want to disappoint God. Right. And I'm in covenant with him. And so you're representative of him in my life as well. And so by issuing a challenge to me or are encouraging me or just having the presence of, of someone there that I know that I want to be able to, at the end of the day, say, Hey, I went out and conquered it today. Yes. Because of your encouragement and because yes. of my commitment to this relationship and my covenant with you. Yeah. That has been it's such an empowering component to my relationship with God.
0: Yeah, and that empowerment for me has oftentimes been a reset button. Mm. I've had these times where I wasn't even totally aware of how I was how my thoughts were and even how my words were. And then when I when I talked with you, it was like, oh man, I've totally lost control of my thoughts. I've allowed my thoughts to to slip into the doubt. I've allowed my fear to seep in. I've allowed the the mm-hmm. weight of everything of family and the ministry and all these details just to bog me down. And man, when we take captive those thoughts and we take authority over that, that's when the joy comes, that's when the peace comes, and that's when we can walk in victory. And just those mm-hmm. those little conversations was like a reset. And sometimes it was just that quick message you'd send me,
1: and other times it was, yeah. you know, a long phone call. Yeah it just it's it's so interesting how easily we could get snapped out of that right uh, almost back to reality and then it makes you wonder why you know for i think for uh for some guys that feel like they don't have maybe they don't feel very articulate to to be uh the type of person that is an encourager or yeah. to to you know say something incredibly profound it doesn't, it, there's times where where uh, we have said something that I know to each other has been profound, but there's there's also been times where it's just been a simple like, hey man, let's do it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's been simple. And that's
0: what was needed. That's what was needed.
1: Yeah, that's all that was needed. So it's like, there, there doesn't need to be any pressure on us no. in that relationship, and also, why would we not do that more often if it has such yeah. value for the other person, and it and it does so much for them? Then uh, why why are we not doing it? <laughs> I, I have to look at our own relationship. Go, well, man, you know, if if these are if these things are so good for both of us, uh, then let's kick it up a notch. Let's yeah. do it even more.
0: Yeah, that's good. And I think I see another challenge coming.
1: I, I think maybe so. I think maybe so. Uh, <laughs> I read this uh, this quote earlier today, and I think we had written it down. And, and John Calvin said, "Every wickedness comes from disregard from God." Yes. And yes. And we had I don't remember which one of us had had shared this, but um, that means anytime we're entertaining or participating in any kind of. Um, uh, let's just call it sin or 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 uh or attempting thought or anything like that. We're disregarding God or let's just say we're ignoring god, yeah, and if if that sin, if that sinful thought or whatever that you're talking about to take authority over, if it begins in ignoring God, then accountability to someone, I think for for sin isn't enough. and we this goes back to redefining accountability that our relationship that we have is also accountability about abiding in Jesus, time spent with Him, reading our Word, prayer, worship. If those things are are being regarding of God, then abiding in Jesus is the antidote to our sinful thoughts, our discouragement, our lack of confidence. Any of those things that we have, that those thoughts like you're talking about that we need to take control over, that we need to take authority over, if this is the antidote, then in our relationship, in our accountability relationship, then it doesn't need to just be about, like we're talking about, reactionary to these things that are going on, but it needs to cover a wide range of area like, man, how how's your devotional time been going? Uh, what book are you reading right now? Uh, um, how's your worship time been this week? What have you been praying about? You know, these are areas, too, that I think that we can feel challenged to be accountable uh, accountable to each yeah. other in. And I, I think if you're starting that relationship, in other words, if two guys are starting that relationship out and they're searching for or kind of defining those goals, it needs to start with the antidote to all of these things, which is abiding in Jesus. Absolutely. You know, there's a lot of guys that may be out there that feel... Maybe they feel weak. Maybe they don't feel like strong enough to help someone. And when we've talked about iron sharpening iron, it's it's both action and reactionary. We all have iron in us. We all have something to offer yeah. another man of God. Yeah. Um, because we, we are walking with Christ in us. And so we are all weak. We all have weaknesses. Yep. Um, It doesn't matter how long we've been saved. It doesn't matter how long we've been in ministry. We're all walking around with weakness. What we have to offer a guy uh, or another man of God isn't necessarily the thing that we think they need. Maybe they simply need an ear to to listen. Maybe they simply need someone to encourage them. And it doesn't take a lot of strength to simply be someone that is an encourager to another guy.
0: And I think another thing, uh, it's its on the, almost on the opposite side of what you talked about, is it doesn't have to take a lot of time either. I think there's some people that are like, man, I just don't have time for that. I don't have time for accountability relationship. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, I should probably do it. I just don't have time for it. You don't have time not to have it, that's, is what I would that's say. That's what I'm saying. That's because. I have greatly grown quicker. If you can Mm -hmm. say it, greatly grown quicker. I don't know if that's uh, that doesn't sound correct, but uh, (laughs) it it has helped me move ahead at a at a faster pace because of because you're you're constant. It's this constant journey together. Whereas these other things, you're just kind of chipping away at it yourself. And man, you can't afford not to do it. We all need this. We all need this, whether or not it is just simply someone that maybe it's just once a week check in touch base uh, real quick. It doesn't have to take time but we need this. And I firmly believe that as this accountability relationship grows for each person, that not only will they take the time for it, but they're going to be looking forward to the next time that they get to talk to their accountability partner. They're going to be excited about sharing the victories. They're even going to be excited about sharing the challenges they're up against because they know that their partner is going to help them. They know that their partner is going to help them pray through it. They know that if they mess up, their partner is going to encourage them, hey, it's all right. Well, let's let's move ahead in victory and let's figure out why this happened and move on. And yeah, it's not it doesn't become a burden of guilt. Instead, it becomes a, an uplift. It becomes uh, an a, an energy boost. It becomes an excitement of moving forward an excitement of walking in victory and really a source of strength. And that's what this is all about.
1: Yeah, I think I think if we assign the appropriate value to this relationship, then you will fight for it. Yes. And there are times that we have to fight for it. Yeah. Sometimes stress, sometimes busyness, other situations, Mm -hmm. other people, those things will try to pull us um, or create distance. And because that we have put so much value into our relationship, there are times where we have to fight to get that back. And I remember early, early on, we wrote down that we have to be careful that over time, our covenant doesn't weaken to simply an agreement. Yes. Because there is a difference between a covenant and an agreement. And I think there's been times where I've had an agreement with a guy to, um, to have that type of relationship. But I, I count, our relationship is a true covenant yeah where i feel a tremendous responsibility not to break that covenant yeah not just uh, in my actions but in my negligence to yes. that relationship like i feel a tremendous responsibility to not be negligent of that relationship to fight for it to keep it alive yeah. to make sure because it's not just about me it's about you yeah. Um, and I know that this is valuable for you and and the selfless thing for me to do. And the reason that God has me in this relationship is to to be there for you. Yeah. And so because I've assigned that value to it and we have the acknowledgement that it is a covenant and not just an agreement, I know that both of us 100%. We'll we'll fight to keep it intact and make sure that it's protected.
0: Yeah. And going back to the fight for it thing, I think we did initially have to fight for it because it started to slip at the beginning. It started to slip from going from a covenant almost to more of just an agreement and then when we, yeah. when we fought for it, then we were invested in it. And that's when we started to really see the growth mm-hmm. and it moved. The relationship transitioned into a true iron sharpens iron relationship.
1: Yeah, I think that's really when, when at that moment was when God deposited the vision for Legendary. Yes. And I, yes. Think, I think that it is because that we made that decision um, to make it more than an agreement. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then we realized, man— We have to share this with other people. If this is such a benefit to us, and we felt the void before, then we know that it's going to be a huge benefit to others, uh, especially, and and this is, you know, this goes back to the uniqueness, the situation we're in as missionaries. You know, this is a unique opportunity, a unique brotherhood where we can encourage each other and understand each other and pray for each other and take each other to that next level in ways that we wouldn't otherwise be able to.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think there there are probably guys that have been disappointed by these relationships in the past or are in need of it today. And and what I would say is that even put the value in the relationship, even if it's not there. Yeah. In other words, the value in in finding that relationship and searching for it and asking f- for it, praying for it.
0: Build the value.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's not going to be a perfect situation, a perfect relationship, because there are two imperfect people in that relationship. Um, And so there's times where I need your grace, and there's times where you need my grace. Now,
0: Jonathan, you may be imperfect, but your beard is borderline perfect.
1: It is. It is pretty. uh, It's pretty amazing. (laughs) There's been a vast (laughs) improvement
0: since you used my beard balm. I thought, well, I knew... I knew that your beard had gotten better, but I now I know why. Yeah. And you didn't ask permission, but well, I did. Uh, you know, that's okay. We're, we've gone back, we've dealt with that. You
1: have permission now, so it's okay. I, I did notice an extra shine. Um, there was an extra luster is the word I would use. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and people were just looking at me different. I felt a level of of confidence that I I'd, I'd never experienced before.
0: Stand, well, that's good. Standing on the train in Japan, did you feel people almost wanting to reach up and just kind of pet it? You can be honest.
1: Just just almost. Okay. <laughs> just just almost. Um <laughs> I was a little, I was a little uncomfortable with it, to be honest, but uh, I don't know what's in that bomb that you use. I can only assume that it's probably made from the ash of a volcano. There's a bit I, of that. I assume that they make this on Tana.
0: Yeah. And the earwax of a mermaid.
1: So we're going to be canning that. We're going to be distributing it to all of our legendary guys. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I think. Uh, I think you know. I I love the fact that we bring in perfection into this relationship. I I love the the fact that we um you know that we're willing to work through that and not just throw up our hands and walk away and say oh well I tried it didn't work yeah but actually working through those things together. And, yeah. uh, and challenging each other and figuring it out. And, and we're still, we still learn and we still grow and we still miss it sometimes, but w- this relationship isn't an end destination. It's a journey that yes. we're on together yes. um, and, and being willing to not, you know, to jump out of the boat, you know, right. so to speak, right. before right. we get to the de- destination, it's that important in our life. I know that there are probably some guys out there that maybe have some questions in regards to this or, or some struggles. Maybe they want to share those with us. Um, you guys can definitely email email us uh, with those and maybe we can discuss them. I, I want to say this, though, and I, I think we'll both echo this and say that you're not alone. Yeah. We totally get what it's like to, to be maybe not in your exact situation and your exact relationships and all of the stress that goes in your exact mission field. But we do understand what it's like to, to feel alone. We understand what it's like uh, to be under stress and to be in need of someone that uh, would encourage us. And in proxy of, of someone that maybe you have a close relationship with, I know Sam and I we want to be that we want to be an encouragement to yeah. to all of of the guys out there and so you're welcome to talk to us at any time yes absolutely we we want you to know that we are praying uh, we're praying for you you yeah. know i think as a part of this accountability why don't we just issue a challenge um to the guys out there that over the next month uh, since this is a monthly podcast that over the next month that we concentrate ourselves one if you're in need of that kind of relationship um, one let's pray for all the guys that need that relationship yeah that God would send that right person that that he would help you connect with the right person that could be that for you
0: and by in in need of that Jonathan I think what what you're what you're saying is if they're not already in an accountability relationship right right yeah because everybody needs it
1: yeah, everybody yeah. needs it. I believe in some fashion or form, and right. even if you don't feel like you need it personally, maybe you need to be it for someone else. Exactly. So yeah. we all need it. But if you don't have it, um, let's all join together this month and pray for those guys um, that they that they would be able to to make that connection. Um, let's pray for each other that that we would feel strength in numbers this this month. That we would feel yes. the strength yeah. of the brother that we would draw from each other. I want to say too, that be an encouragement to our other guys in Asia Pacific, whether you're a veteran or a brand new missionary, there's no difference in opinion that should cause such division that we should feel separated from each other, but we should be working hard even if we have uh, differences of opinion or or think differently or look at ministry differently, um, that is bound to happen. That's going to happen. For sure. But there's no reason that we can't absolutely be an encouragement to each other. Yes. And I'm continually challenging myself to, to be a, an encouragement to other guys, no matter their status no matter their their ministry experience uh, or how long that they've been here, but um, that we can just be an encouragement together. So can we just like challenge each other this month that we pray for those accountability relationships and, and that we also just lift each other up and work to be an encouragement to each other, yeah?
0: Yeah. So let's take it one step farther. Step one, find an accountability partner if you don't have one. Step two, at least once a week, find someone to encourage. And even if it's just a quick message, hey, saw, th- saw what you did on Facebook, man. That was awesome. I love that. I'm glad you had that opportunity. Whatever it is, just find someone to encourage and just do it. Yeah. And you know what? When you encourage someone, it, man, it's a blessing to you too. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I feel like as this continues to grow and our brotherhood continues to grow, not only are we going to bless each other and encourage each other, but it's going to help with challenges. It's going to help with division. It's going to help with with a whole array of things that is going to allow us to move closer to each other and ultimately closer to our goal of becoming legendary yeah. like Jesus.
1: Man, you guys are all awesome, and we really appreciate you. appreciate you being on this journey, and thanks so much yeah. for joining us. Thanks, guys. Sam, I, I love you, buddy. I cannot wait. We have uh, some guests coming up that are going to be on the podcast, I know. so stay tuned for that. I've been holding my tongue because I'm so excited and I don't want to give away
0: anything about that but I'm pumped
1: yeah me too let's pray that uh, Sam's coconuts and copper wire will hold together long enough <laughs> that uh, that we could continue recording the podcast and uh, we've had issues uh, of internet there on on the island and uh, so we're we're praying that that whatever whatever uh, two villages are holding, uh, I can only imagine they're holding wires together uh, just long enough so we could make this connection. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, so I'm I'm praying that holds. Uh, but um, I love you, buddy, and it's love uh, too, it's bro. been it's been good to talk to you about this um, for sure. And uh, I've enjoyed it
0: absolutely. Me too. We'll
1: see you next time. All
0: right. Sounds great.
1: Bye.